0: Hello gorgeous people and welcome to another TV Central one-on-one podcast. I'm Aaron Ryan. This is episode 44 already 2023. Building upon the phenomenal success of its first season, Parental Guidance is set to elevate the spotlight on parenting, the world's toughest gig. The show is once again hosted by Ali Langdon and Dr. Justin Coulson. Dr. Justin is one of Australia's most trusted parenting experts. Justin has written eight books and is a four-time best-selling author. He hosts the number one parenting family podcast in the country, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families is an occasional columnist for the New York Times and appears regularly in Australia's major news outlets. Justin and his wife Kylie have six daughters and live on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Dr. Justin Coulson joins me now here at TV Central. Thank you for joining me.
1: Hey, it's so good to be with you, Aaron.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, congratulations on the success of season one. There were lots of styles there. um, Strict nature, attachment, routine, French tiger, homeschool, helicopter, Free range and disciplined, uh, Penning and Daniel won the first season with their free range style of parenting. Through your own experiences, I, I guess research, study, and, and just watching the season and being part of it, were you surprised with the result?
1: I don't know that there was any surprises. The way that this TV show works is it's a beautiful form of non-exploitative reality TV where we get to see the hearts of people, the hearts of parents, and how much love they have for their kids. And mm-hmm. because we're not really focused on winning per se, we're really interested in the examination of parenting and what what different families are doing. It's kind of like a, a peek behind the curtains, the stuff you don't normally get to see. Each of the families in the room are kind of just saying, well, we really like the way they did that, or we really admire or learn from that parenting style over there. So yes, we're calling it a winner, but I'm inclined to downplay the whole idea of winning parenting style or best parenting style. And I'm more inclined to say the parents in the room have identified this parent in particular or this parenting style in particular as one that has inspired them or helped them the most as we've gone through the challenges and talked about what's going on in our families.
0: Well, actually, I wanted to ask you specifically about that winner part. I mean, because the, the concept of the show is to ultimately sift through various types of parenting and see which type works the most effectively or that you connect with, like you said. I suppose that is juxtaposed with parenting styles are different and nobody is necessarily better than anyone else. So so how do you balance that educational value of the show, parents showing love to their children, that we're all different, but having a show where there is ultimately some kind of winner?
1: I think what you're going to see especially as we step into season two i mean it's it's just around the corner now cannot wait for this season we've got 12 parenting styles this time uh all diverse and parents are going to say things that are going to be super challenging because this is what they believe but there's somebody sitting opposite them who's saying no uh, i'll give you a simple example in one of the promos, we've got david and tensi our outback parents They're pro-smacking. They really think that from time to time you need to give your kids a whack. They need to understand that that's a form of discipline that's appropriate. Now, I fundamentally reject that, and there's no research to support it. Uh, But my job is not to point fingers at people. My job is to listen, facilitate, and then maybe say something towards the end once everyone's been able to have their say. As David and Tensy talk about this, there are parents on the other side of the room who are saying, no, no, that's not okay. What we're really trying to create here is an atmosphere where it's – Completely fine for parents to have their own opinions, but it's also important that other parents can share theirs and challenge, question, provoke, do these things so that we can understand ourselves as viewers better and understand what we're doing in our homes, and maybe even have a, a clear rationale. Therefore, to move back to the the whole winning uh, conversation, which was, I guess, the point of your question, we're not that interested in a winner, except that it highlights who the parents in the room enjoyed being around and learning from the most. Yeah.
0: Well, let's just flesh out something that you just uh, mentioned a, a moment ago. I think for the, for the most part, although people may not uh, prefer a certain parenting style, they do appreciate that we are we're all different. However, there are a couple of elements in certain types of parenting styles that are perhaps more controversial that that you spoke about are uh, ones such as, you know, smack on the bottom or such as education or a lack of in, in some cases, How do you balance appreciating a different parenting style versus an element that just doesn't seem to connect with societal values?
1: Yeah, this one's a little bit tricky. Um, When we recruit families for the show, the advertising goes out, people sign up and say, hey, I'm really keen. As we start to create and curate that short list of families, we make sure the psychologists get involved. We want to make sure that the families who are participating in what we're doing are, I I guess, uh, psychologically well-adjusted and safe. Mm -hmm. We're not putting people who are vulnerable on the television for national scrutiny. That's the first thing in relation to the, the further parts of your question, what we're really working towards in this program is opening up dialogue about parenting full stop. End of story. There are going to be some things that some parents say that are not consistent with good research and that are not consistent with uh, what we would want to encourage in parenting. I therefore have a role as the parenting expert to let them have their say, make sure that they feel comfortable in the environment to be able to say it, facilitate the conversation, but also step in and say, okay, so for example, David and Tensy in this specific case or in season one, Andrew and Miriam, our strict parents, they're pro-smacking. And there are other parents in the room who feel the same way. And there are millions of parents or at least tens of thousands of parents around Australia who feel the same way as well. Mm. My job then is to say, while everybody really wants to discipline their children and needs to, there are some forms of discipline that work better than others and some that are actually harmful. There's no research to support the use of smacking in the short term or the long term as effective. So we want to give people the chance to have their say, but I actually do as the parenting expert get to have the final word. And, and I kind of mm-hmm. like, I have to say, Aaron, I like being able to say uh, I'm the authority here and we've got research to say that what you're saying is wrong. But I want to do it in a gentle way. I want to do it in a way that still respects the the path that these people have trod to get where they are. And maybe, maybe that's something that really works for so many families when they're watching the show. Nobody really feels judged, even though there is a whole lot of, I guess, judgment going on, but it's done in such a supportive way. And it's done in a way where we really do let both sides of the coin be shown. People feel mm. safe enough to have, have their say.
0: Um. After watching season one, I found the best parenting style would be... Uh taking the best elements of each and every family and molding that into something new. Yeah. Uh, w- would that be a fair takeaway from the show?
1: So many parents came to me. I mean, I, I'm hearing conversations with uh, with dads on the side of the soccer field or out on their bike ride. Mums by the netball court with their daughters or whatever. And grandmas are ringing up their daughters or their sons and saying, did you watch the show last night? I mean, it really created these conversations and so many families said, I think we're a bit of this and we're a bit of that.
0: Mm. And that's,
1: that's again, I think the, the universal appeal of this show. Kids and parents and even grandparents are all watching the show together. They're talking about it. And we we all see a little bit of ourselves in every family. If we stick with the smacking theme, although there is so much more that we could talk about in season mm. two, the, the smacking issue, the way David and Tensy describe what's going on, as much as I reject their opinion, from time to time, I find myself nodding, saying, I get it. So there's, there's a conversation about bullying in season two, and there's wow. a challenge that involves the kids being placed in a situation where they're a bystander to bullying in a park. Does your child intervene or not? And there's one family who say, if my child's ever stuck in a bullying situation, I've told them they've, they've got to smack that bully in the head. Like, you, you got oh. to punch them. you got to get out of there. And and even your reaction there, you're like, whoa but then you you look around the room and there's a bunch of people saying yeah absolutely if your child's being bullied you got to teach him to fight back and there's i mean I, i'm appalled by that and yet there's part of me that thinks but there does come a time doesn't there where you've just yes. got to stand up for yourself and and there's that tension there's that real tension that we all experience as parents when we encounter anything like getting the kids to share or getting the kids to push through something hard or dealing with bullying or smacking or swearing or uh, explicit content and screen challenges like this is family life. And while the experiences that the families, uh, the the challenges that they're participating in aren't, I mean, they're manufactured for TV, we're still getting a really good sense of what families grapple with every single day.
0: Mm. All right, well, let's have a look at, at season two. Um, week one has gentle, lighthouse, uh, outback, honest styles of parenting. I think at least three of those are probably self-explanatory, but uh, what is lighthouse parenting?
1: Yeah, so the lighthouse parents, Sammy and Jason, they basically, they set themselves up on a hill, if you will. The kids can look to them for guidance, but the kids are really, they're, they're trying to do it for themselves and they're trying to give their kids as much autonomy as possible. In a way, they're a little bit like Penny and Daniel, our free range parents from season one. There are clearly some differences, but there's a fair bit of overlap there. It's quite a a free range, comfortable. I'm on the lighthouse. Look to me. We want, I guess the difference is they really want to be an example for their kids. Whereas Penny and Daniel are much more, Hey kids, just go for your life, figure it out. And we're here if you need us. Whereas the lighthouse is definitely trying to be much more effective in their modeling.
0: All right. So week two, we have spiritual stage team and uh, influencer. Um, most of those speak for themselves. I'm, I'm guessing that the stage is referring to like a theatre stage type family. Is that right?
1: Yeah, really dramatic. Life is a stage, and what part are you going to play in it? Uh, really, really fun, fun couple uh, who have got some some older kids as well as their younger kids. And uh, I, I, mean, just, I mean, I'm thinking about what I want to say about them, but I would say it about every family. I loved getting to know these families. They are just so real they're so earthy they're so this is legitimately we're here we know how the show works we want to talk about our family because we love them and we think we're doing a good job i love being around all of them
0: well there's always one family with a bit of controversy would i be right in saying that the influencer family might raise a few eyebrows
1: kat and jonathan are really devoted parents and what we see with Kat and Jonathan, I mean, a lot of people are going to say, Oh my goodness, they've got their their kids on TikTok, and they've got half a million followers. And I mean, Kat herself has something like three or 4 million followers. It's a, these guys are in the social media world at a, at a really substantial level. Um, you will see the way they engage with social media and the way they engage with their kids around social media, because they're in it, they know how to keep their kids safe in it. And once yeah. again, with all the psychological work that's done ahead of time. We knew that these were really, really great parents who are involved in their kids' lives in meaningful ways. I guess it's kind of like if you're a, I don't know, a professional surfer, your kids are probably going to understand the ocean really well. And you'll be, of course, safety conscious, but you'll have a degree of trust in your children's ability in the ocean because you've spent years curating their capacity to deal with the ocean well. Yeah, and that's yeah. what they've done with their kids. They've been involved in social media, you're immersed in it for so long. But they've had the conversations, they've engaged with their children, the kids know about the different things that could happen and how to make sure that they stay safe. What, what I love about this is it sets an example for all of us as parents when we're watching the show. It's like, okay, if my kids are in the social media world, I need to know what's going on. Otherwise, I have to be extra careful because I don't know what's going on. So you know, the the supervision shifts as we as we become more competent. But they're, they're absolutely there. I think they'll raise a lot of eyebrows. But gee, when I watched them, I thought they're doing a good job.
0: All right. And week three has uh, slow American road school um, and unstructured. I mean, slow seems obvious because I don't know what that word means. But what kind of parenting is slow parenting?
1: Slow parenting is the kind of parenting that says, let's remove all of the over commitments, all of the rushing. Let's Let's actually just be in the moment. Let's be mindful. Let's slow it down and just be with the kids. And when they come home from school, we're not going to rush off to this activity and that activity. We're going to sit down and play or draw and just be together. Maybe we'll cook together. Maybe we'll go for a walk, but we're going to be, you know, during COVID everyone slowed their lives down Yeah, and they, and everybody said, Oh, this is, this is living. Once the world opens up again, we're not going back to how it used to be. (laughs) And within three weeks of the world opening up, everyone was booking in all their activities and life got frantic again. Slow parenting is the pushback against that. It's saying, no, 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 no. What we did during COVID was actually good for our relationships. It was good for our kids. It was good for our well-being. We're staying in that kind of mode, not in a lockdown mode, but in a let's stop the activities. So it's really interesting to watch the way the slow parents engage with their kids and uh and, and the way that they're parenting their chi- children i think there's a lot for us to take from it
0: well i, I know you appreciate and understand a variety of parenting styles but out of those 12 was there any this season that you thought from the outset mm, i'm not really sure how that could work
1: uh yeah yeah several and what was bizarre to me and really fun is that for the most part all of those parents convinced me that i was wrong mm. We we consistently see even when they blow it i mean there, is a, there, there are a handful of things that happen during the show where you just go, oh my goodness, I would never do that. I can't possibly endorse that. Like take, for example, the gentle parents. Gentle parenting sometimes just looks like really hard work. And yet, when you watch what they do, while it's not for everybody, you can't deny that these are really good people doing a really nice job with their kids and the kids are going to be fine. In fact, the kids are probably yeah. going to thrive. And, and I was watching The Honest Parent and Kat, as an honest single mom, Sometimes she's just so in those kids' faces, and sometimes I'm thinking, oh, man, that's brutal. And yet the relationship she has with those kids and the way that they thrive and what the family is together, it's just delightful. And so I find myself consistently saying, okay, not for me, but gee, I I love this family. Not for me, but I can see where they're coming from, and I have a lot of respect for that. Once again, there's only a handful of things that I really push hard against, like physical violence. Um, That kind of thing comes up a couple of times, and, and I'll push back against that every single time. And yet I also know that no parent is perfect, and we all have our moments.
0: When you have a parenting style with a perceived negative word such as unstructured, are they in for an uphill battle?
1: It's strange that you say that, because I would think that gentle parents have got this beautiful connotation, and yet they sort of have their struggles in the show. So too do the lighthouse parents, and that's got such a positive connotation. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we've had strict parents and we've had routine parents and we've had um, all of the ones we've got in season two. Some do have a a slightly more negative slant. And yet, I, I guess I'd say this, Aaron, every single family has their moment to shine. And every single family has that moment where it feels like the whole country's against them. And, and we're not doing that – that's not manipulated. That's just what parenting does. People have opinions, and not everyone's going to agree with the way we're raising our kids.
0: Is there uh, any format changes to this season? I think the tiniest nitpick from Season 1 was drawing out the episodes after having those sort of week one, week two, week three introductions and challenges. Is there any format changes?
1: So the big house that happened in Season 1, when we got the the, the, the four finalists together in the big house yep. – that's not happening this time. So you'll find that we'll move through this a lot faster. Like you said, it felt a little bit drawn out. So this time we'll be introduced to the families. They'll do their challenges. Then we'll see the finale when they go and do the the final family challenge. We'll vote mm-hmm. and that will be the conclusion. So it's actually a slightly reduced season this time around so that we can really stay with the action all the way.
0: All right. I have to ask, uh, six daughters, Wow. Yeah, (laughs) From, From the parenting styles from season one and now knowing the season two styles, which ones do you most identify with with your family?
1: So I've spent a couple of decades, a little bit more than that, in fact, studying parenting styles and trying to understand what it is that makes parenting work best. And as we mentioned earlier in this conversation there are a whole lot of things that we can pull from each style that work. And and I like elements of pretty much all of the styles. Frankly, I wish that I could be a little bit slower and I'd love to be a bit more unstructured. They're two parenting styles that we've got in season two. I also really, I just fell in love with the spiritual parents in season two. There's something about what they've done that is really, really special. And I think for those people who are quite secular in their approach, it's important that there's not a dismissal of the benefits that come from a spiritual approach to life. It's really, really quite nice. As I as I go around the room, I see David and Tensy, and the way they th- these outback parents who are pro-smacking. I don't like the smacking, but I love the way that they encourage respect and the way their relationships work. There really is something in each parenting style. Am I being diplomatic? Yeah, I probably am. I don't agree <laughs> fully with. Any of the parenting styles, quite frankly, because from a scientist point of view, and that's really where I sit, there is a parenting style that I favor above all. And you're just ne- never going to get that parenting style on the TV. It's a, um, It just doesn't have the sexy title like road school or gentle or free range or helicopter. These are all such cool titles for parenting styles. The parenting style that I advocate, uh, I've just written a book about it, in fact, uh, is what we call need supportive parenting. And no one's yeah. going to get on the TV and say, I'm a need supportive parent. It just sounds so sanctimonious and nobody's going to know what they're talking about anyway. That parenting style combines all the very best of the elements of the parenting styles we have on the show.
0: Oh, and wow. it really
1: is it really is an optimal way to raise your kids. So like I said, I've just in, in the last few weeks published a book about that specific parenting style while talking about what parental guidance the TV show has taught me about parenting styles.
0: Mm. All right, so so some advice now for some parents. What advice do you give to parents at the moment, where because of inflation, interest rate rises, um, staggered wage growth, people want to provide well for their families, but are making choices about, you know, running, you know, the heating or air conditioning or battling, you know, where to live because of, you know, rental sort of crisis. I see a lot of negative self reflection um, on their parenting style because they just you know, they can't provide for their kids. So what, what advice do you give to parents at the moment that are sort of struggling in, the, in that parenting f- field?
1: At your funeral, your children aren't going to say, oh, my parents were rich. Oh, we went on great holidays together. Oh, I remember that gift they gave me. That's not what they talk about at your funeral. They talk about your relationship. They talk about the love and the kindness. They talk about the compassion. They talk about the memories, the opportunities to be close. They talk about the connection, how you made them feel seen, heard, and valued. And the reality is sometimes when you're working two or three jobs to keep a roof over your head, it's hard to get the connection right. Mm. But even in those small moments, connection, feeling seen, heard, and valued, that's really at the heart of what parenting is. It's making sure that the kids feel that you're involved in their world, that you're interested in their growth and development, and that you are their number one cheerleader that you're there to support them. And so I would say, yeah, it's hard financially. I don't know too many people who aren't sort of saying, yeah, feeling the pinch right now. What I would also say though is nobody cares about the size of your pay packet when you die. What they care about is the quality of the connection that you had with them.
0: What would you uh, say to parents that are struggling with parenting because of all the advice out there? They're trying their best, but it's like, be structured. Don't be structured. Be honest. Um, you no, know, allow your kids to be uh, kids or, or, ha- or, or have their innocence for a while. Um, how much screen time should I have? Be gentle. No, be disciplined. You know, promote independence. No, work as part of a team. It must be hard for parents, you know, with all of that advice. And they're, sometimes they're quite the opposite.
1: It is, and that's why we've got to have, I guess, high-quality experts who have the science behind them and I guess there's also that thing where you've you've really got to go with what's in your heart what feels right I mean it's it's an art as well as a science parenting is a tough tough gig and I think that's why the show has been so successful Aaron I think that's why people love it because they they get to see into the hearts of these parents and they get to see how it reconnects them with why they love their kids so much
0: Mm. well what what do you see parental guidance as is it reflective or educational or observational or is it all of the above
1: yeah it's all of the above and it's entertaining it's fun uh, it's provocative it does all of that and it's through those experiences that we actually get the kids to it's through all of that that we get to be intentional as parents in the way we raise our families I think it makes for better families that's that's actually why I'm part of the show I just think it makes better families
0: yeah and just finally I know yourself and Ali are not judges per se but um you must resonate with some parenting styles uh, over others are, are you and uh ally quite similar or are you guys quite different when you're looking <laughs> at parenting styles
1: oh we are at its core there are a handful of values that every parent will encourage and that's that's the whole love and kindness and being nice to each other those are that's just fundamental human values so Ali and i have huge levels of agreement on there over time i think Ali's coming around to my way of thinking that's i'm not even there we, we, <laughs> when we first began we, we were actually pretty discrepant but over time as we've done the show together and we've really spent some great quality time together i, I just got i've got all the time in the world for ally langdon she's just such a great person uh, and and we really enjoy our conversations about parenting and every now and again she says hmm, you were right which i really appreciate <laughs> of
0: course you are <laughs> Well, really looking forward to season two. Um, it is re- refreshing having positive educational and relatable uh, television in prime time. So um, well done. Good luck with season two. And uh, thank you for joining me here at TV Central.
1: Aaron, it's been great to have a chat. Enjoy the series. And thanks for, thanks for having me on.
0: No worries. That was uh, Dr. Justin Coulson from Parental Guidance. The new season begins Monday, 5th of June, 2023 at 7.30pm on Channel 9 and 9 Now. That's it for this podcast. For all the latest news, ratings, streaming info, television guides, and podcasts, head to tvcentral.com.au. But for now, I'm Aaron Ryan. Thanks to Dr. Justin Coulson. Bye for now.